Welcome to episode 23. Yes, it has been quite a minute since we last did a podcast, and I'm doing one now because it seems like there's actually some people out there listening to me talk. Um, We've gotten some people into the shop and comments, and I feel like it's time to just bring it back. So, episode 23 coming at you today. As I'm recording this, it is cold and rainy and in February here in western Pennsylvania, and not quite a great day to go fishing. So today we're going to talk about uh, season prep. So what I do in particular to get ready for the season, especially on days like today. So before we go any any uh, farther into this podcast, make sure that you follow us here, all of our other social media pages, which include Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and then go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. Uh, If I'm going to make any excuse for not putting a podcast out in a while, it's because we've been trying to spend a little bit more time on our YouTube channel, getting some videos out there, both educational and entertainment-wise. So be on the lookout for more stuff on there in the near future. So today, we're going to actually talk about season prep, what I do, uh, what's important, what doesn't really matter, and uh, make sure that you're getting some of these things done. So on the top of the list is go through your fly boxes. I am one of those guys that has, I don't know, 50 fly boxes, mainly because I have a never-ending source here through the business. But I end up going each and every year and looking through the boxes and doing two different things. One is um, either throwing out or stripping some of my old uh, beat-up flies. So I might take a razor blade to some, burn some materials off, keep the hooks and beads, and retie those patterns. So that's something that you don't want to open up a box that has, I don't know, four or five dozen flies in it and realize a dozen of them are absolute junk the first time that you open your box when you hit the stream in the summertime or the springtime here. Um, So go through those boxes, take out the old flies, and then if you have some dry flies, one great way to revive some of them is just to steam them. So get your teapot on get a little bit of steam going and steam those flies up and that will revive some of the natural materials on there so um, first step is to go through your fly boxes make sure that you are pulling out the old flies and then reevaluating what's in there and what you need to add to it so i realized i don't have very many caddis patterns for my early season caddis hatches and i needed some more of my caddis pupas and case caddises and that's what i've been tying in the little bit of time that i get to tie here in the shop so that's been something that as i'm evaluating what i need i don't want to once again hop on the stream realize i have two or three of each of those and that's all the fish are eating early in the season especially on some of my local streams so Go throughout your boxes. Keep organized. If you want to look at organization of boxes, we have old podcasts and videos on that stuff. Um, Look back on those through our YouTube channel in here, and you'll get some more information on how I like to organize my boxes. The next thing you need to do is look at your reels. So two things on your reels. One is give the reels themselves a good old-fashioned cleaning. Uh, Take the spools off, wash them down, even open up the drag system and put some oil on them. Uh, most real manufacturers are using some sort of oil. A neat's foot oil is something that's used on a lot of them or any sort of uh, gun oil that you have. Grease up those moving parts. Take anything that might have um, 
have gummed up over the last year or two since you've opened it up, clean that out, uh, regrease it, get it back to good working condition. There are moving parts in all of this, just like any of you gun owners out there, you need to clean it regularly to make sure it's working well and make sure that there's not debris or anything in there um, and lubricating everything possible. And then the second thing with your reel is evaluate your line, everything from your backing to your fly line to your leader. Um, most of my leaders will last a couple seasons depending on what I'm using them for, whether it's dry flies, I've got furled leaders I really like on those, making sure there's no nicks in them, um, checking my tippet rings for anything like that, and then the tippet material or leader on the end of that too. Make sure that you're checking all that out if you need to replace it, either tie your own leader, buy a furled leader, a tapered leader, whatever you prefer on those, put that back on. And then your fly line itself. You should be cleaning your fly line more often than one time a year. But if you're not, um, this is the time to do it. My best advice is you've got some fly line dressings out there. I've actually, a little shout out to high and dry floatants out there, been working with them and suggesting some new products. And they have some new products coming out soon. One is a new fly line dressing. So that will be hitting them. I think they're the best floatants out there because... Uh, it works better than anything else I've used. There's more per bottle than most other companies out there, and it's all environmentally friendly compared to some of the gases and other things that are used in other floatants like butane. So they've got a lineup of liquids, gels, and powders, and then one of the products that I've been uh, helping them out with or at least giving them ideas for is a paste. So they've got a paste. I talked about for liters before. Um, that's what I use uh, paste floatants on. There's a handful of other products out there, and they actually just sent me a sample about a week or so ago. So, um, but anyways, after back on track there, if you want to use any of the fly line dressings out on the market, that's great. The other um, option is I take it, strip all of my fly line into a five-gallon bucket with water and some dish soap, and then make sure you kind of cleaning it off and running it through a rag all the way through the entire fly line. If you've ever been rock climbing before, um, everybody who has ever told you what to do at advice, one of the big things they say is don't step on the rope because what's going to happen there is you're going to get little pieces of sand or gravel on there and that's going to slowly cut through that rope. The same thing goes for your fly line. You don't want to have grit or gravel or sand or dirt or anything on that fly line anytime it's running through your guides, sitting on your reel, um, running up and down as your reel is being pulled out and retrieved, you're going to have little cuts and possibly cut through your fly line or um, uh, have the quality of it go down. So make sure you give it a good cleaning every once in a while. If you haven't done it in a while, the off season is the time to do it. Um, the next thing you need to do is look at your rods. So most rods out there are going to have a cork handle. Uh, your cork is going to get dirty. It's going to pit. There are different uh, ways to clean that up. You can take some fine grit sandpaper to it, sand it down to help smooth it out a little bit. Uh, magic eraser goes a long way as well. If you do have some repairs, one option is to get some cork from your local... Um, whether it's Walmart or any of the other craft stores out there, uh, grind it up a little bit with some wood glue, and then uh, you can use that to patch any holes that you have or any pits that have happened over the time uh, that you've been fishing it. 
and then give your whole rod a cleaning too so you might have some dirt and different things like that over your entire rod make sure you give it a good cleaning and then take your ferrules and put some ferro wax on it ferro wax is going to help um, clean everything up as you're causing friction every time that you're inserting uh, and taking apart your rod every time you put it together and then that will also help make sure that uh, we're not having any scratches from dirt or grime or anything like that into it so we've got uh, your fly boxes we have your reels we have your rods the next big thing that you should be doing and hopefully it's not horrible is your waders your waders should be taken care of throughout the entire year but if they've been sitting in your garage or basement or even your vehicle for a handful of months uh, hopefully we don't have any damage. I just talked to a guy in the shop yesterday who had some rats get to his, mice get to his, and they are, as we call, holy now. So you want to make sure that they're stored correctly. One big thing with waders is don't fold them. You're going to have a crease in there that's going to wear over time. Try to roll them up. That will help uh, give some longevity to your waders over time. And uh, any good off-season waiter repair and maintenance is going to be a great idea. I just went fishing for the first time in a while and realized there's a hole in the booty of my waiter. And I didn't realize that until I hiked about a mile in and took my first step into the water. Um, so that was my next step is coming back. Waiter repair out there, there's a lot of different ways to do it. In my opinion, the best way is turn them inside out, get some isopropyl alcohol, spray them down. You're going to see where the spots are, and then use any sort of waiter repair. We use Aquaseal here in the shop. So you can buy small tubes and big tubes anywhere from your local shops to on Amazon and other online fly shops. Um, go ahead and do that. Make sure that you do that because it's not any fun, especially usually your first time coming out. Um, whether you're fishing all winter or you're just a uh, just looking at for the springtime that you don't want to leak in your waders the first time you come through and be surprised by that. So take good care of your waders. Also your wading boots, depending on what style they are, you want to clean them out, um, give them a good washing, check your shoelaces. Nothing's worse than a broken shoelace on the stream and make sure that all of that is taken care of. Next thing that you want to do is... Look at your packs and bags. I know mine are a typical disaster, even after a handful of days. They've got random flies shoved in there, split shot. I had uh, um, a container of powder floating just spilling one of mine at the end of last year. So I need to open it up, clean it out, wash it out, make sure that it's all good and ready to go. Um, also, I've got endless supplies of half-used water bottles and granola bar wrappers. So make sure that's all cleaned out, thrown out appropriately so you don't lose it on the stream or it's ending up in the back of your truck like mine does. So go through your packs and bags, organize them, make sure that you have all the appropriate things like, you know, did you lose a pair of hemostats last year and make sure that you have that on you for next year or the next time that you go out. Um, do you have your split shot? Do you have your floating? Do you have all the accessories that you need? Make sure it's clean and organized and you're gonna have a much better day on the water rather than figuring out that, uh, you know, you've got some trash that you picked up the last time you were on the stream and a handful of other just junk items sitting in your bag that you don't need weighing you down and taking up space. So I'm going to probably end it there. That is a great list of things to do in your preseason prep to get ready for it when the weather is not so nice outside as it is right now as I'm sitting in my truck as I pulled into the shop and wanted to make sure I did a podcast for you guys. 
I appreciate all both of you that have stayed through the podcast here and have enjoyed listening to me. We will make some more here into the future, but wanted to refresh this a little bit and uh, get some podcasts back out to you guys. If you have any suggestions for what you want to hear next, feel free to either uh, comment on any of our podcast platforms here or even just shoot me an email directly. My email is ryan at risenfly.com and hop on our website, www.risenfly.com. Thank you guys for listening today. We hope you guys enjoyed this refresher of our podcast. We will have some more coming out here in the near future and go out and fish. Thank you guys again. Have a great day.